0: Guys, welcome back. I am so glad you're here. Woo. It was a hot one today. Let me tell you, folks. In real time, it is Wednesday and it got upwards of 95 degrees, heat index of upwards of 100. And it was a toasty one, but we got through it. Uh, my son, Marcus, and I were out working today and actually we busted some hump to get these lawns done, um, we did seven lawns. Uh, we started at nine o'clock in the morning. I know it was late. Uh, we started at nine, we finished at one thirty, and we did seven or eight lawns in that time. A couple of them were burned out, so we didn't have to do them, but by and large, we did seven lawns, seven or eight lawns in that amount of time in about what, four and a half hours, something like that we really busted it out. So, I was really happy with Marcus's performance and the way he worked today. It was it was refreshing to see him, you know, thinking ahead and and doing that sort of thing. So, that was really really nice. Guys, just a quick note. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and just hit that hit that like button. Uh, Just that helps you stay up to date with the new podcast episodes that are coming out. Uh, I I would love for you to do that. That would be amazing. Guys, today I want to talk to you about the two or three books that really helped me in my business. Excuse me. Really helped me in my business. Uh, These were transformative books for my business and it it's just something that if you're not reading business books i mean refreshing your memory and things like that with with different business books different practices things like that just keeping your mind fresh with all those things you can kind of get stagnant and and Honestly, I haven't read a big business mo- book in a while, uh, but I-, I read other bi- books. I listen to audio books and things like that when I'm working. Uh, typically, though, I've been more into like religion or religious types, type books like Christianity, things like that. However, uh, business books are a wealth of knowledge. I, I would encourage anybody to just pick one up, whatever it might be, and to read it or to listen to it. Uh, the books that I'm going to mention here, I listened to. Now, there's, I might do a couple honorable mentions, but really, uh, the books that I learned the most from were books on Audible. All right. So if you don't have Audible, it's like $14.95 a month or something like that. You get one free book a month, and then you can buy other books on top of that. Guys, you gotta you've got to to join the lawn care university, as I call it, because there is so much knowledge that you're missing out on. Yeah, you can watch YouTube and listen to podcasts all you want to, but by and large, those people are distilling things that they have read down to bite-sized chunks that you can that you can take on why not just get the information from the horse's mouth the author themselves so that that's my thought on it and I got to tell you the books that I'm going to talk about were transformational okay so let's jump into it okay the first one I want to talk about the one that transformed my business the most was profit first by Mike Michalowicz all right I mean, Profit First absolutely transformed my business. Sorry, guys, I was trying to get my phone to unlock here. Uh, the face recognition with the headphones and stuff wasn't working, so sorry about that. Uh, but it, it was absolutely transformational for my business because I didn't really know how to set things up really well financially and so I needed a framework to do that. And yes, you can read Robert Kiyosaki's books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or The Cash Flow Quadrant, but but they weren't specific enough for me. They, they didn't get into the nuts and bolts enough for me. And so... I needed something more clear, more cut and dry, and that's where Profit First came in. Mike Michalowicz is a is an excellent author first of all, but he really lays it out for someone like me. Like he he makes it simple. Like he's not flying high up here and just giving you the the broad view. He is distilling this stuff down So and applying it to different businesses so that you can understand it. it, It's just amazing. The profit first method has worked amazingly well for my business. Uh, I started to try to implement it back in, I think it was, I think it was 2017, maybe 2016, 2017. It was probably 2017. And I just I, I kind of did it, but I didn't really do it because I, I just listened to the audiobook once and I, I kind of got some of it, but I didn't get all of it. So I, I set up in Profit First, you're supposed to have a bunch of different bank accounts for different things like your expense account, your your um, uh, tax account. And, and I have a bunch of different accounts. I've set it up my own way for me, how it works for me. And you can do this too. You just have to get the framework of, of what profit first, what they're trying to get you to think about. So I have, gosh, I don't know, six or seven bank accounts that I have set up now. I have one for insurance. I have one for taxes. I use my checking for my OPEX account, my, my expense account. Okay. So that's what I use that for. All the other accounts are savings accounts, which he doesn't really recommend, but it's the best way for me to be able to do it. Um, it, it just works that way for, for the credit union that I work with. And so, um, I've got other accounts in there as well. Like I have an account for the GIE expo, uh, and, and it's just the whole system works amazingly well if you follow it. All right. So, uh, profit first was something that just, I mean, guys, I can't even, it's hard to explain because it's, I can't go into enough, enough depth here to really explain the whole, the whole system. I would definitely get the profit first audiobook. I had to to get it and to get it drilled in my brain, I had to listen to profit first at least three times. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I probably listened to it to four or five times and it just drilled it into my brain. So, so I finally got it. And once you get it, like I'm a slow learner guys. So, so maybe you only have to listen to it once or twice for me. I had, being on the mower, not being able to sit and think and and think things through really well and just sit and concentrate. I had to listen to it that many times to be able to get it to click in my brain. Your brain could be totally different and that's fine. That's cool. That's great. I love that for you. Uh, It's just not that way for me. So I, I implemented it fully in 2018 and I'm telling you what, I mean, guys, seriously, right now in my bank account, no joke in my bank account, I have $22,000. That's the highest I've ever had in my bank account. And I know some of you guys are like rolling your eyes or whatever. Like that's chump change, man. There's nothing, you know, whatever, dude. Yeah, it is something because To this point in the year, because I'm a solo operator, I've only made $47,000 in the business. So that is a big deal for me. I have all my taxes paid for the year. It's all in the account. I have my winter fund funded all the way till next April. Actually, yeah, April. I have... I have, um, what else was it? There was another thing that I had. Oh yeah. Insurance. Insurance is completely paid for. I, I split my insurance in two. So I pay half it in the spring and half in the fall or winter. And so completely funded GIE expo completely funded. That was funded way back in the spring. Owners draw. I haven't done the math but i might be fully funded for owner's draw all the way through april now that account i continually put money in i don't care you know it's just i put money in there and and it it just grows and it sits there and that's a cushion that i like to have i need that for my sanity this is what the profit first method can do for you it shows you on In an actual photograph, like in your bank accounts, you can see what money you have in each account. You can see what money you have in your checking account. It shows you immediately. Once you transfer into all these other accounts, we do it twice a month. On the 10th and the 25th of every month, I call them distributions. I... So I have set percentages. I run everything off percentages. I don't run it off dollar amounts. I run it off percentage. Except for the GIE Expo, I just put $50. Um, uh, I put $50 every um, allocation period into the GIE fund. All right? So it's neither here nor there. Everything else is runoff percentage. And so... For me, owner's draw, I put 45% into that account. Some of you might say that's a lot. As a solo operator, it's not a lot. You might have a big business where you're taking 10%. Totally cool. It's your numbers. That's what Profit First teaches, is that it can be whatever you want. It can be whatever you want it to be. Now, your operations or your OPEX account, that you're going to need money in there, yes. But what this does is it shows you if you have more money going out than you have coming in. See, your, your income statement, that's, a, that's just a, an overview. That's how much you've brought in and how much is going out. But that can show that you've made a profit, we all know this. It can show that you made a profit, but in your bank account, where's the money? Where's the money gone? W- where is it? It's not here. This is what Profit First shows you. And so that is why the Profit First method is so powerful. I would highly encourage you guys to read Profit First by Mike Michalowicz if you want to go to Mike McAllowitz's website, his last name is extremely hard to spell. So he made a website and he called it Mike Motorbike, I believe. Something like that. MikeMotorbike.com. It's much easier. You can find him there. Okay. So, or just look up Profit First on, on Audible. It'll come right up. It's it's an amazing program. You will need to listen to it again and again to get it. At least I did. But once you get it, I'm telling you, it is transformational in your business, especially if you are having trouble keeping money in the business to pay your expenses, to pay your people, to pay to pay yourself, to make a profit. By the way, profit is one of those accounts because hello, profit first, you take the profit first because every business should be taking a profit. Now there's different things that you can do with that profit, especially if you have debt and I'm not going to just give it all away here, but but that you can't just take that all that profit that you've taken out of the business and just pay yourself with it or take a distribution there's things you need to do with that for the business before you can do that. So guys, I would so so encourage you to check out Profit First. It is an amazing book. It transformed my business, my life really, and I think it can do the same for you. All right? The Robert Kiyosaki books, they're they're great, they're fun, but they're they're they don't Give you the nuts and bolts. He doesn't give you a lot of the nuts and bolts. He's giving you kind of thought process. Mike McAllowitz is giving you nuts and bolts of how to do it, why you should do it. And that is the most valuable thing that I can, that I can glean from that book. All right. The next book that I want to talk about is also a Mike McAllowitz book, It is called the pumpkin plan, the pumpkin plan. I've only read the pumpkin plan once. Okay. I didn't listen to it on audible. I read it in an actual book. All right. And it was a good book. He, in that book, he talked about growing a prize winning pumpkin and how to do that. Okay. So he goes through this story of this guy he met who's growing this prize winning pumpkin. And he goes through how you trim all the other pumpkins off the vine. So all the nutrients go to this one giant pumpkin. And you have to start with the right seed. And then from that, you trim all the other stuff off. So you can grow one big pumpkin and you can see where I'm going with this, that you got to trim those people off the bottom of your, of your mowing list. That's what I do. So mowing list, or maybe landscaping list, you got to trim that fat off the bottom. The ones that are slow payers, no payers, just a pain in the butt so that you can grow a prize winning business over here, a healthy, Strong business. So these two books in conjunction with each other are just amazing together. I, 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 man, Mike Michalowitz has changed my life. All right. I, I'm serious. It has changed my life. So I would encourage you, please get these books if you haven't read them, listen to them on Audible. They're fun listens, but you're learning. He tells a lot of stories, a lot of stories, and they are just, it's chock full of really good wisdom. All right, so those are the main two. I got to pull up my list here. Uh, Let's see. What's another one? Uh, The E-Myth was okay, but the E-Myth for someone that wants to stay solo, mm, you know, it, it's not really necessary, but it's a good read. If you do plan to, or are thinking about adding employees, growing your business to a bigger business, that's where, like for me, that's why the, the Robert Kiyosaki books and the, the e-myth books, they, they don't resonate with where I'm at. And so I, I, I get it. They're helpful. They would be more helpful If I was growing that type of business, I'm solo. Yeah, I'm kind of considering maybe employees, but it's the Mike Michalowicz books were just much more my, my bent. All right. So that's why I am so passionate about those. Another book that really stands out to me is Extreme Ownership. That one is really good. And in fact, I've been, I listened to that just once, I believe, maybe twice, but I refer back to that to my kids and to my wife. Like the other day, I forget what the situation was, but I was like, you know, honey, extreme ownership. We got to Oh, I remember it was, it was our weekend away last weekend when we took the family to the Henry Ford Museum in Greenfield Village and the airbnb fell through and it because it was in a ratty neighborhood and and i was like you know we just got to take extreme ownership here it is what it is we didn't do our we tried to do some due diligence but we obviously didn't do enough and so it's kind of we got to take some ownership here and so it the extreme ownership book is just a good book to read and get that in your mind. Like, I'm sorry, this is my fault. No matter what the situation. All right. And how are we going to fix it from here? So I need, that's one I need to listen to again. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, go for no was a book that Brian Fullerton turned me on to. It's a very short book, a very short book, but, it was really good. It was like, you got to go for no, like push until you get a no, something like that. I I listened to that one once too. I, some of these I need to go back and re-listen to, but that was a really good book that, that kind of inspired me in a time when I needed it. Um, those are the two main ones that I really liked. Oh yes, 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 yes. The last one that I'm going to mention here, is the compound effect by Darren Hardy. I didn't know anything about Darren Hardy. Um, uh, again, I heard about Darren Hardy from Brian Fullerton on his podcast. Uh, and I'm telling you what, Darren Hardy is an also a really good author. He's got the compound effect, the the entrepreneur roller coaster, two very good books. Uh the compound effect is all about like compounding whatever you're doing. So if you're if you're doing podcasting, if you compound that, it's gonna grow bigger and bigger and bigger and faster and whatever. And that was really good. And it's helping my thinking now as I'm starting to get into this so more social media type stuff where I'm trying to grow my YouTube channel and this podcast. And I'm I'm thinking about how to do that using the compound effect. That's something that that's a book that I need to go back and re-listen. I've listened to it twice. I need to go back and re-listen to that one again, because it was so good and I need that inspiration to keep me going in this pursuit of growing this YouTube channel. So, that's all I really have for you guys today. I hope this was helpful. Uh, I'm just super passionate. Number one about books and reading books. I think as a nation, we are basically illiterate. We have all the knowledge we could ever want on in our libraries, on Amazon, but we don't take that opportunity to read that. Think about people in Africa or or other third world countries. They don't have that opportunity, but we here in America, we have information at our fingertips and, and we're just letting it fall by the wayside so we can watch a sitcom when we get home from work, just sit on our butts and vegetate and watch Netflix all night it, or YouTube. I mean, I, I make YouTube content. I, I like YouTube but we get into this entertainment mode where we just want to sit and be entertained. When we get home from work, we turn our brains off. It's like you are literally a vegetable on life support when you get home from work. You're not interacting with your kids. You're not interacting with your spouse. You're sitting there watching something on a screen that you have no part of. They are just simply throwing whatever kind of crap they can throw on the screen to get your attention. What? Why are we wasting our time with that? We're rotting our lives away with that. We're, our minds are rotting within our skull. I mean, it's ridiculous. Come on. We've got to do better as a society. It's ridiculous. Some of these YouTube shorts, I've been doing YouTube shorts lately. They're not very good. But I'm I'm doing them because I wanna I wanna try to get my YouTube channel kinda going and I'm asking questions on there. So people will think. I'm not I'm not doing fancy film edits, anything like that. I'm asking a question. And those sometimes don't do very well, other times they do really well you've got to, you've got to start thinking. And the best way to get yourself thinking is to read a book, like literally paper in your hands book. It's the best way. When I was in high school, I hated reading. I hated it in college. I hated it. It was the worst because it was stuff I didn't want to read. First of all, I don't care what you read. You can read fiction. I don't really care for fiction all that much. I have some fiction books on my bookshelf. I prefer like business or history, you know, or spiritual like faith books. Uh, I read the Bible every day or the classics, things like that. But just read something. Get your brain engaged. Yes. For the first little while, you're going to be tired if you read like I, I have to be in a routine. Okay. I just do to be successful in life with the ADD that I have. I've got ADD. I have to have a schedule. It's something that my wife and I learned a few years back. We we were struggling and I, I wasn't doing anything. This was before I started the business. It was just, I was a bum and it was horrible. I had to get on a schedule of some sort so that I could be productive. And once I got on that schedule, now I'm starting to be productive and, and it's great. Um, I'm just trying to do the best that I can. And the best that I can do is turn off the TV, put down my phone, throw over the laptop and grab a book. Something that is going to inspire me, something that I'm going to learn from, something that will teach me what I need to know, things that I didn't even know that I needed to know. That's what the Darren Hardy books taught me. There's things out there I didn't even know that I needed to know, but I needed to know it. Same with profit first. I didn't know that I didn't know it. You've got to you've got to do things so that you can learn that. The only way you're going to learn it is by reading that book. You've got to put in the effort. We've only we only get one chance at life here. Only one chance. We've got to make the most of it. And we're most of us in America are rotting from the inside out because of technology, because of TV, because we're wasting our time, our lives on Netflix or on YouTube watching nonsense. We've got to do better, guys. And I, I'm hoping that this this podcast encourages you to to find the strength inside of yourself to turn off the TV, to get up with your family and go for a walk. And when you get home, after you shower, because you're all hot and nasty, grab a book and read a book. I don't care if you're bad at reading. Do you have any idea how bad at reading I was in high school? I, I, I was the slowest reader you can ever, possibly imagine i was it was awful i wasn't dumb i just couldn't read i have this eye thing where my eyes literally go back and forth when i try to read they go like this constant it's constant it's annoying because i my eyes will jump ahead and then i have to go back jump ahead and go back it's the worst but i fight through it and i've learned how to train myself to be able to read better so that i can learn so maybe you have something like that you have to fight through it you can't just say oh well i'm not a good reader i guess i'm dumb no you're not dumb you just need to find the way you can read the best you have to you have to think differently Each one of us is made differently. We have to figure out what we need to do to be the best that we can be. That is what is going to propel you forward in business, in life, in your relationships, is being the best that you can be. And I'm telling you what, when I have my nose in a book and I am disciplined to get through that book in a timely manner, I'm telling you what, everything else around me seems to come together. But when I sit on the couch and watch Netflix for half a week for three hours a night, my life seems to fall apart. So I am, I am asking you, To this week, today, after listening to this podcast, pick up a book, challenge yourself to finish that book whatever size. I don't care what size book it is. I mean, I've been reading like 800, 900, 1,000 page books. Now, it takes me a long time. I'm still a pretty slow reader. It takes me a long time, but I have the discipline to stick to it. Now, some of them are like history books and things like that. So I can put that down and let it sit for a while. And I don't feel bad about that. When something comes in my mind that I want to learn about, like something in business, I will pick up a different book and read that entire book and then go back to that history book and pick it up later. You can do that. It's okay. Nobody's going to shoot you here. Just You have to start and you have to find what you like. So that's what, that's what I have to encourage you with today. This podcast went way different than I thought it was going to go, but my, my brain just got firing on all cylinders here. And I really got into like remembering back when I was a younger kid, when I used to read because of my eye thing, I used to get massive headaches So, I would try to read for grade school. I would try to read books and I would get a massive headache. And my mom was like concerned. She was like, Well, I don't know. Maybe you have something wrong with your eyes. So, we went to three different eye doctors and they all said, You have perfect 2020 vision. So, it had to be something else. And I got really frustrated and I got depressed because it was hard, it was miserable. But then my senior year of high school, something clicked and I was homeschooled. I was working full time. I did my, my, uh, my soft, not my sophomore, my junior year and my senior year together plus worked full time. And I, man, I breezed through it. Something clicked in my brain. I learned to not use my eyes to read. I have to turn my head and try to hold my eyes still. That is the, that's the only way I can read really well without getting a tremendous headache. And I'm telling you what guys, it was revolutionary for my life because now I've learned all this stuff. And reading is a joy. It's not a chore. It's not a headache. It's amazing. Like if you pick up a fictional book, you can go into different worlds. A history book, you can be transported back in time. Yeah, you can kind of get that in a movie, but it's not the same. Your brain will come up with some of the most beautiful scenery you have ever conceived when you read a book when you're watching a movie you're watching something that someone else conceived and it's it's not the same your brain isn't exercising it's actually dying when you sit there and watch a movie because it's shut off your brain is shut off but when you read i mean that thing is firing like crazy all right, guys, I got to stop here. I'm just going to keep going if I if I don't stop. So, guys, I thank you so much for listening to this uh, podcast. Thanks for watching online. I'm going to leave the, a link to the Profit First book and the Pumpkin Plan and some of these Darren Hardy books down in the description below. Click that link. It's going to be an Amazon link. Uh, that's going to be in my, my Amazon store. And so what happens if you purchase one of those books, uh, I just get a little kickback from that. If you purchase the physical book, if you go to audible, I don't get any kickback from that. Uh, the audible links will not be down below cause I don't know how to do that. So, uh, but the, the actual Amazon book listing will be below in the description of this podcast and the YouTube video. And, uh, you can go find those books there. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you could feel my passion for this. Uh, I hope you are inspired to, to turn off the TV, put down the phone, grab a book and read. Thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode.